0: As we start this series today called Misquoted and Misunderstood, I wanted to begin with um, what I think is, and you might be able to come back later and say, no, there's another one, but I really, as I thought about this, and I don't know if some of you are on Facebook, you remember maybe a month or two ago, I kind of put it out there and said, hey, what are some sayings and, and things that people say that are in the Bible and they're not, or have been misquoted and have been confusing to you, and I got a lot of really good responses, and even some uh individual messages that didn't even come through on the in the stream there. Um but this one really stuck out to me uh and it's not one that anyone said specifically but it uh, there was some sprinklings of this idea throughout a lot of different folks. And so here's where I want to begin today. I think one of the most popular misquoted uh ideas about God in our, I would say like Western Christianity, not just American, but uh, in, in, in even Northern Hemisphere Christianity, um, this idea, this misquoted and misunderstood idea, that God just wants all of us to be happy, that that's just what He wants. He just wants us to be happy. And you can go home right now and turn on your TV and find a preacher that smiles a whole lot and talks with an accent kind of like this, and he sells a lot of books, and he just wants you to be happy. And there's this idea that if we love Jesus and if we love God, then we're just automatically, our life's going to be happy. And that's really all God wants from us. That's really all God not from us. That's really all God wants for us, is for us to just be human beings that are happy. And it's, and it's really kind of messed up the way a lot of us view god and the way a lot of us worship god and the way a lot of us live out our lives as if god is actually god and i could even i'll begin by by quoting scripture out of psalm 97:12 it says this from the living bible may all who are godly be happy exactly and that's how a lot of people feel There it is. It's in the Bible. Amen. And that's awesome. I'm going to put that up on the refrigerator and I'm going to put that over. I'm going to just hang it over the bed and we're going to hang it in the living room and we're going to hang it everywhere. And God just wants me to be happy because I love God. So that must make me like de facto godly. And so he just wants me to be happy. And there are a lot of people that kind of hang their hat on this. um, But here's the entire verse. It says this, May all who are godly be happy in the Lord and crown him our holy God. See, it's not just that if we're godly that that, that we're supposed to be happy. No, our happiness is supposed to be found in the Lord. Our happiness is not supposed to be found, well, I love Jesus, so therefore I'm going to go buy this new boat because it makes me happy. I love God, I love all he is in my life, so I'm going to eat this gallon of ice cream because, oh, that makes me happy. <laughs> See, and this is what a lot of, this is what we do. We, oh, God wants me to be happy, doesn't he? Doesn't, doesn't God want me to be happy? And so, here we are, may all who are godly be happy in the Lord. And so not only can this verse be misquoted, but this mindset. So maybe you didn't know where this verse was. Maybe you couldn't state Psalm 97.12 says this. But there are a lot of people who theologically, they have, they have come up with this doctrine of happiness that God wants all of us to have. Doesn't God just want you to be happy? We're supposed to be happy in the Lord. And there's going to be, I want to, I want to take us down a path this morning of if we start with the, the wrong premise that all God wants is for us to be happy, I want to just take us down a path of what that would do to how we worship God and how we relate to others and how we um, view who he is. So I just kind of want to walk down these steps together. Um, if, if you think that God's supreme goal for you is your happiness here's this dangerous path here's here's the beginning of it if you believe that God wants you happy above all else then whatever makes you happy right then it must be correct it must be the right thing and whatever doesn't make you happy then it must be wrong because God just wants you happy right so anything that makes you happy, if God wants you happy, and, this, and NASCAR makes you happy, then obviously God created NASCAR. And some of you are saying, amen. And some of you are saying, oh, I don't know about that. I'm not saying this is bad, this is good, but there's a lot of us, there's things that make us happy, and we think, well, God wants me happy, so this must be from God. And this doesn't make me happy, like yard work doesn't make me happy, so therefore that must be from Satan. And some of you are saying amen but then there's weirdos like me and mitch and we like to work in the yard so we're we're the weirdos um so there's this idea that whatever makes you happy is right and whatever doesn't make you happy must be wrong here's another so we're going down this path if god just wants you to be happy you see where we're going now here's another thing that happens we start to believe that things like ideas like feelings like discomfort or a delay in your life, a delay in an answer, a delay in a promise being kept, a delay in the job, a delay in anything, discomfort or delay, or, or having to take a risk that you really don't want to take and suddenly you feel like you've got to financially or relationally and oh no, what do I do? It's a risk. So these words, this idea of suffering, this idea of, of hurting, maybe heartache or actual physical ache suffering or inconveniences just flat out inconveniences in life we start to think that these ideas are obstacles i don't know that's too hard that's going to take too long that's going to require too much and these ideas of of discomfort and delay and risk and suffering and inconvenience and obstacle, obstacles we start to think well this must not be from god because none of those things are making me happy you see the path you can go on Anyone else besides Drew? You see the path we're going on? (laughs) Here's another thing that happens. Well, and and, and tagging on to this idea right here, it's this, if, 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 uh, if something's not going right, then it must not be from the Lord. That's what a lot of people do. They let this doctrine of God just wants me to be happy, false doctrine, Start to trickle down in all these areas of our life. Here's another thing that happens. If you believe above all else that God wants you happy. One day. Maybe without noticing it. But it will be a slow change. We will start to instead of worshiping God. We will just worship what brings comfort. What brings um, uh, pleasure. What gives us the opportunity to obtain those things. Like money. Without knowing it. We start to worship that because those things help us do stuff that makes us happy. And if God just wants us happy, then this must be okay. And here's an idea that I want you to hear today that I need to hear, that we need to remember, and it's this. God does not exist to serve us. And those ideas that I just posed at you are actually things that where we think that God owes us. God should be there. God should immediately serve us. If an obstacle comes along, God should immediately show up to knock that obstacle out of the way. If suffering comes along, God should immediately come along and and remove that suffering. Even though that suffering, through that suffering, we might come to know him more. So we think that God is just, it almost becomes like this formulaic thing. That if I just do these things, then God will serve me. And God is not, his, his purpose is not for us to serve us we are to serve him we, we exist to serve god so we have this formula and there's a lot I, I think that there have been a, a couple of times in my life where I've where I've I've kind of been in this place and maybe you have been too and maybe you know someone who's in this place right now someone who thinks you know what I've said my prayers I did the prayer thing I bought a book I went to the church sometimes I, I tried to do good things I tried to stop doing bad things because I had all this stuff in my life I had some obstacles and some dif- discomforts and some sufferings and this stuff was happening and so I tried the church thing and I tried to do this i even when the basket came by I even put in a little bit of money i did some stuff you know i helped a little lady across the street the other day i did that too and i'm thinking okay god did you watch this because i'm doing the formula because god you just want me to be happy so i'm going to do these things that i think might maybe appease you and so suddenly you're going to make everything okay and we turn it into a formula but God, I don't understand because you haven't removed the obstacles or the suffering or the discomfort. I don't understand. You must not be very good. You must have failed me, God. Do you see the path? Do you see the path that people can go on? When they think somewhere along the way they have decided that God just wants us to be happy, we can start down this trail of, of all this misunderstanding. Of who God really is. We suddenly think He's just supposed to serve us and that our life is supposed to be very smooth and without any problems, without any any waves. And a lot of people have ended up walking away from God because of things like misquoted Scripture or misunderstandings of Scripture or poor teaching of Scripture. Or maybe just some weird theology they picked up from part from a book and part from Dr. Phil and, and something else that they read and, a, and, a, and an email. And they threw it all together and here they go and God just wants me to be happy. And a lot of people end up walking away going, you know what? I tried this stuff. I did the stuff that I see other people who say that they love God doing and um, I still have cancer. Or my kids still are in rebellion and they're not coming to the Lord like I've been praying or I've been asking God to do. And, and you know, I'm, my, my, my finances are still horrible or my marriage is still, ugh. And so, you know what, God, you failed. And this is what, and they just walk away. So when when we become people, and, and there's people you're probably connected to, but when people think, and when they believe that God exists just to make us happy, and then we're not happy, then the very next option then is, like I said a moment ago, then God just must have failed. It's a horrible path we can go down when we start with that first premise of God just wants me to be happy. Now, Um, Now that I've depressed you all by saying that God doesn't want you to be merely happy, (laughs) let me say this. I do believe that God delights in your happiness. I believe that God delights when you and I are happy in the things that that the Lord is, that makes him smile I love getting down on, like on my knees on the level of a, of a kid after they've done something or said something and looking them in the eyes, putting my hand on their shoulders and saying, I just want you to know you make God really happy. Because I believe that he delights in our happiness. Our daughter, Mallory, four years old, when she's happy, when something delights her and excites her and I see it on her face, it makes me do the same thing. I am excited and it brings delight to me too. I believe that in that same way, God delights in us when we are happy, when we are filled with joy, when we are people of purpose who are, going back to Psalm 97 12, when we are living a godly life, a life that honors the Lord, a life that is a light to other people. I believe that makes God very happy. He delights in that happiness. But talking about Mallory, so I delight in her happiness. But here's the thing, if I see Mallory playing with like a brand new Barbie, and she's just smiling and just happy, and she's talking with her Barbie, and I smile, and I think, oh, that's so sweet. But then I, Mallory, where'd you get that Barbie? I stole it from the store. (laughs) That hasn't really happened. But guess what? Suddenly, her happiness is not my first priority. Her being happy and pleased with that Barbie is suddenly not important to me right? And I believe that's the same way God works with us. If you and I delight in something that is not godly, that does not honor him, that does not bring him joy, that does not fulfill his purpose in this world, if you and I are delighting in stuff that is not of him, I don't think he's sitting up there going, well, but at least they're happy. No, I think it pains him. I think it it, it disturbs him. And I think that's what you and I need to understand about this happiness that you and I may have. That God desires for us to be happy in him, in a life that serves him. And that's why God doesn't want us to merely pursue happiness. God wants us to pursue him. You know, I have to, I have to differ with the founding fathers of this country that said that, that we are about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I mean, that's cool and all. I'm not going to get into, a, a, you know, like a government political thing, but I don't want to just pursue happiness. I mean, okay, those are my rights as an American citizen, but as a child of the living God, I don't want to just be about my freedom, my life, and my pursuit of happiness. I want to pursue God. I want to pursue God, and I want my freedom to come from the redemptive life of Jesus. That's where freedom is found. Not in I can do whatever I want, but that in I can serve the most high God creator of the universe, and he has given me life and purpose. That's freedom. Freedom is to not be bound by chains and sin and pain and the, and the regret of decisions that we thought were going to make us, happy to suddenly become just wait upon wait upon wait god wants us to pursue him he wants us to pursue him and and here's and i think i've already kind of alluded to this but i will just state it plainly for us to 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 let it sit on us for a minute and i re- i really truly believe that god does not want us just to merely pursue our personal happiness because when uh well if it causes us to do something like sin when it causes us to do something that's wrong when it causes us to do something unwise God does not want us to pursue happiness if we're going to do those things if we're going to do things that are sinful and wrong and unwise God does not want us to pursue something that we might throw the word happy on if it's not godly And so many people do these things and they believe they're going to make them happy. There's a verse out of 1 Peter 1.15 in the IWMW version. Do you know this version? The I want my way version. And it says this, but just as he who called you is happy, so be happy in all you do. That's the verse that a lot of people would love to know. That's not really a real verse. The real verse says in the New Living Translation, 1 Peter 1.15, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. See, it's not about the pursuit of happiness. It's about the pursuit of God. And in that endeavor, in that pursuit, in that life pursuing Him, folks, that's where we will find happiness. That's where we will find fulfillment. That's where we will find purpose, is in pursuing God, not pursuing just being happy. And so, when we wrongly believe that above all else, God wants us happy, that belief system, do you see how it just gets worse and worse and worse? And what it does, it starts to empower us to make really poor decisions, unwise decisions, sinful decisions. I can't tell you, you know this. I don't want to say I can't tell you. You know this. How many marriages do you know? That fell apart or where there was infidelity, where something went on, and when you talk to one of the people, when they finally, whether they got caught or confessed or whatever, do you know what you hear over and over again? Yes. I just wasn't happy. Just wasn't happy. Wasn't happy in my marriage. I know, t- I know people who have, who have pulled themselves out of, of um, uh, jobs or situations, ministry, because they just weren't happy. Now, I could, we could go a whole other route right now, because some of you are probably going, yeah, Shannon, but what about, and what about, and what about. And you're right, there are some whatabouts. If you're getting smacked around, you need to get out. <laughs> you're getting abused, you need to get out. You need to get away. Of course, there's a lot of whatabouts. But I know people who are who are in relationship, who are in connection with other people, and they want to say, Well, I'm not happy. So suddenly I've got the license to do what's gonna make me happy. And just it opens up a whole other barrel of just pain and hurt and sin. God doesn't want us to be happy when it causes us to do something wrong or unwise. God's highest calling in our life is not our happiness. It's for us to be holy. It's for us to be holy. That's what he desires of us. May all who are godly be happy in the Lord. That's where our happiness falls. And it's only found there. And it's deeper really than happiness. If you imagine for us to be people who are pursuing God, who are pursuing him, who instead of, instead of us uh, saying, uh, I'm going to pursue my goals and, and I'm going to pursue me and I'm going to pursue what I enjoy, if we just said, I want to pursue the Lord. What comes out of that, the response out of that, it's, it's deeper than happiness. It's, it's, it's this joy that's unspeakable. It's this. It's it's peace. It's his power. It's the it's his presence. It's that Holy Spirit presence we just sang about in our lives. And so maybe we start somewhere, you know, with something like like God, like a prayer, like God, I I belong to you. God, I want to pursue you over anything else. God, I. Would you lead me? God, would you guide me? Would you take me? Would you whatever I have is yours? Whatever gifts that you've given me, God, I'm giving back to you. My heart, I want to be yours. I want my hands and my feet to be yours. I want my mouth to be yours. God, I want to pursue you and I want to I want to I want to be godly. And suddenly what happens is is we're doing what this verse says. We are living a godly life. Not a, not a selfish life. And that doesn't mean that suddenly life gets perfect. It doesn't mean it's pain-free, but it's blessed by the presence of God. God doesn't want us to be happy if it overrides us being holy. I will repeat that. God doesn't want us to be happy if it overrides us being holy. Does it doesn't mean he wants us to be miserable people with downturned faces. but He wants us to pursue him. Because that's where the real joy is. That's where it is. Let's pray together. God, I pray um, that we would not just be about pursuing happiness. That we would not just be about pursuing what we want, Father, but we would be Pursuing you to the point where where we where we know what it is that you desire that we don't even question that we don't even have to to ponder we know because we are in such passionate pursuit of you we know what you want it is obvious in our lives that we pursue you and 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 the by, byproduct God of that of pursuing you would be that just knowing you more intimately and 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 enjoying those blessings that you that you bring Father in lives that pursue you and it wouldn't be just for us God but this. It would be apparent in in those around us. God, I do pray this. I pray that you would convict us of any area of sin or compromise in our lives right now that we have pursued in, in the guise of our own happiness, that we just think that this is for me. Lord, would you reveal those areas. God, I pray that our happiness would not ever be based on the temporary things of this world. Those things that they come and they go. God, but God, that we would never settle. We would never ever settle for a counterfeit happiness. Ever. I pray, God, that our church would not be full of just happy people, but full of holy people who love you. People that love you. People that... Serve you, people that want to share your promises, God, and through that, we are the most joyful people, and that our lives honor you because of it. God, would you bless this church, that we would be more than that happy, that we would show your love in this dark world that needs the light of your Son, Jesus Christ. And above all else, Lord, I pray that we would pursue In Jesus' name.